congratulations. You found it. The most inappropriate book club you never knew you were missing. Starring the original book divas, Martha Steele, Vonnie Golden, and Nicole Shaded. Also featuring book nerd, Jessica Butcher. These people are passionate about books. Maybe a little too passionate. Plotting world domination, one book at a time. They are three book girls. Funny, I got my new computer so now Martha can play The Sims. I heard. <laughs> Wait, I think you put that on the, you put, you tweeted that. Or tweeted that you can play Sims now. Yeah. And Martha, I showed her my computer and then she was like, I want it. That's a cool ass computer, I want man. a new computer too. And Tyler looked at those for school and he almost got one like that. And when I went and looked with him, mm -hmm. it's like, don't you want this old one so I can get this new one? <laughs> <laughs> well, this one is, it's a, what is that, a Dell? Yeah, it's a Dell Inspiron, but it's 4K screen, which I didn't need, but it, it happened it's to have a it. touch screen. And it's touch screen, and then I can do this. And she flips it over so that the, the, the top part go, goes on the... It's just really cool. Oh, yeah. Funny. Look at... Which, this freaks me out because I've never... It falls flat. Oh, wow. Like, with the screen on top, so you can use it as a touch screen. I like it. I had a Dell computer, like... I had a Dell. My very first laptop that I got was a Dell. I loved my Dell. I was very sad when the, the Wi-Fi chip went out in it. See, mine, the port went out. And it would have cost me more to fix the port than it would just get a new cheap computer, which is mm -hmm. what I ended up doing. And my Dell is still sitting at my house with all my old shit on it. Yeah. I I, I need I've, to get something and take all my stuff off of it. My dad would always buy Dells uh, to make, like, he was program software. Like, uh, he had made his own software for, mm -hmm. like, mud engineers. But then anytime a new operating system came out, he would have to upgrade just so uh, he could make his software work. But then... He wasn't going to use that laptop, so he'd be like, hey, you want this? Ooh, So I've, sure. this is the first laptop I have ever bought myself, and I'm 25 years old. <laughs> Can you hear me chewing? Do I need to quit? People complain about this chewing noise, you know. <coughs> we get in trouble. I know. We, got a, that we got a bad review on iTunes because we were eating cake on our podcast. That one time we ate freaking ate cake. One time we ate cake well, on our podcast. Well, we've eaten on the podcast a little more. But after that review, we actually stopped. Yeah, so. we did because we didn't know. I mean, how are we We ate our know? tamales before we came in today. Speaking of reviews, I would like to respectfully ask for your review. Because we don't have very many, really, out there on iTunes or SoundCloud or wherever you listen to us. We would really appreciate a review. You're doing it, too. What? When are you talking? That's because I can't see you. There's a big shine. You've I got think that was actually us finishing our sentences. And what? That was actually us finishing our sentences. Listen, and getting quieter at the end. I can't see. I can't look at you right now because it's too bright. Okay, well, put the slider. Ooh. <laughs> this is a Halloween podcast. <laughs> You know, back All right. in, I guess I'm doing the true horror book then. Back in the eighties, um, I used to walk into the radio station and all the lights would be off. And there was the guy sitting in there smoking a doob with all the lights off, talking on the radio like this. Hey man, I got some real cool tunes for you in here. Yeah, back then it was <laughs> cool. Right now it's just creepy. So it is quick. creepy. Okay. <laughs> Martha, they were also smoking back then. Yeah, the and studio. they smoked cigarettes in the building back then too. And probably more than cigarettes. No, he, the dude really was smoking a doobie. He was smoking pot 
in the studio while on the air. Don't tell the boss, man. Pretty normal back then. Because that wouldn't be cool. <laughs> you just got to be chill. <laughs> and I was young and stupid. I didn't know the difference. There was a guy who used to do cocaine on the counter, too. So, Oof. Rock on. Yeah. That's how old I am. We could turn a light on one of them. Martha is so picky today, Bonnie. I know, turn them off. Turn right, them there's on, a slider. There, that's that's good. Unless you guys want like a little more light. No. I mean, it's kind of <clears throat> mood lighting. I don't. I, my phone lights up, so I'm good. I think we should talk about the coffin and uh, Frontier City instead of what about the contest that they have at <gasps> Frontier oh, City? Oh yeah, at the Six Flags. I for, totally forgot about that. When when I was young, actually, let me rephrase that. I don't want to be buried. The whole idea of being being buried after I die completely freaks me out. I'd rather be cremated and spread around. Because the idea of being closed in a coffin, even after I'm dead, totally freaks me out. Mm-hmm. But the Frontier City but has a contest. set con- you on contest. fire. And that's set me on fire, you. I'm good. I want to go out like a Viking bitch warrior. But Frontier City has a con- uh, contest right now that if, what is it, 30 hours? 30 hours. You have to stay. I can't remember how much you win, but you, if you can stay in a coffin for 30 hours straight. Somebody look that up. I'd have to go to the bathroom. Well, you get bathroom breaks. You get... Um, That's I not think fair. It, I think they said like once an hour you get to, you know, get up, use the facilities, Dude, really? stretch, and then get back I in the I think by law they actually... I, we were tr- uh, trying to do a competition for radio. We wanted to do something really stupid, which was sell it to like Home Depot but uh, have like a, like you have to sit on a toilet, not like a usable <laughs> toilet, but you have to sit on a toilet at Home Depot for, and whoever sat there the longest would win like $1,000 or something. Could you imagine It's not how legal anymore for to oh, do that. Your yeah. legs would so fall asleep. Yeah, there's health yeah. issues. So those like car touch competitions that they used to do. Where those you aren't legal anymore. I know, because it's just not feasible. Yeah. But still, being in a coffin, even for an hour... I'm okay with that. If I had some good audiobooks and plenty of yarn to crochet, I would be you good for 30 hours. You can't move your arms around in a freaking coffin I and crochet. I bet you that I could. I mean, it's it's a coffin. There's It's roomy. It's good. No. You can move your arms like this. No. Uh, it's mostly wrist there's, action. There's really not yeah. that much room in there. It's I mean, you, just you wrist action. You can't see what you're doing. I'm good at wrist action. Fraction. <laughs> oh, my God. You're welcome for that, sir. Like, <laughs> like, like, thanks for that. it up for Bonnie. You <laughs> did. totally did not need to know that. <laughs> she totally set that volleyball for me. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Well, well, this is a Halloween episode, though, so it's supposed to be scary. <laughs> what what happens in the coffin stays, stays in, in the, the coffin. coffin. Ooh. Which, by the way, guys, I really did go buy all of the Sookie Stackhouse books. Did you really? Did you all of them? Yeah. And well, okay, no, actually, they cheated me because on eBay it said it was all of them, right? It said yeah. said like thirteen Sookie Stackhouse novels. So I get them, and one it's missing one, like <gasps> in the in between one and ten, it's missing like number eight or something. So I was like, this is bullshit. Two, like there's four other books, so because it should have been like 13, I don't know, whatever, yeah, 13 books, so there's another four books that are a completely different series. What? I bet you a half price books has them. I know, I was just that's like, what the still fuck? still messed up. Yeah, though. but you don't still, advertise you're it. going to have to look for them. Yeah. yeah. That is messed up. Stupid eBay. But I still have them, and I'm on number four now. Amazon's but better. I'm trying, I've been reading so did we find out how much money you get for being in the coffin for 30 hours? Uh, oh, hold on. Looking at? 
Nicole, you're falling down on your job. You got a new computer she's, and you think you're all special over she's there. She's over there playing the Sims. And it doesn't make any noise. There's no clickety clack. <laughs> Our listeners no, won't know what to do if they can't hear that Googling noise. Coffin dwellers must or will be allowed to bring a friend during Fright Fest operating hours. However, they must brave the non-operating hours alone. Other than their Fright Fest monsters lurking in the darkness. So they have to do it at night, too. Anyone who gets out of their coffin for any reason, with the exception of the designated bathroom breaks, will be out of the contest. $300? Phones. How many coffins? Uh, you can register, so I don't know. So the winnings, $300, uh, two, two 2019 gold season passes, a Fright Fest prize package including two Nightmare Haunted House Fast Passes, and unlimited entry to Quarantine Breach and Carnival of Chaos. And you get to keep the coffin. You get to keep the coffin. Those are actually really valuable. I'm sure somebody would buy it. I mean, think like I went when my grandma died. Hey, I had to go look at coffins. They're like six wanna, grand. Anybody want to buy expensive. a used one? Ew. They're very expensive. Ew. Been, a live person has been sleeping in it for I thirty hours. That's ten dollars an hour, and fuck that. I make that much <laughs> making hot dogs. Yeah, ten dollars an hour to lay in one. Well, it says you no. also get a five hundred dollar mattress direct voucher. Oh, the Frontier City doesn't didn't show that one. Oh, you know what? I I think I'm in St. Louis. <laughs> so I guess all of the, the, sorry, I bet you Missouri. all of the Six Flags are doing this because oh, okay. Six Flags bought Frontier City this oh, okay. year. So those of you who live in other cities will totally understand what we're talking about. But still, for ten dollars an hour, thirty hours lying in a little no, I don't think so. If I could go to the bathroom whenever I wanted to, I'd be done. Because then I but could they just close the lid. I could just take a nap so? for thirty hours. You sleep. You read. You crochet. <gasps> Isn't anybody else in this room claustrophobic? No. Jessica, I, I, Jessica really and I sure. are on the same page on this one. All I can think about is how far behind I would be on homework. <laughs> <laughs> what if you could take the homework with you? Have a little pen light in there. You can't do. You, there's no room for you to put stuff in front of your face. Well, I mean, you could do an audiobook maybe. Coffins but, well, aren't no, it quite says, as... Uh, no other technology is... <gasps> well, it says phones will be accessible, but they may not be used unless the coffin dweller is on a designated break or earns extra time through a challenge. <gasps> Several challenges will take place over the 30 hours. So you, It says no other technology is allowed. So you can't listen to a book. You have to just lay there. But you can bring a book. I don't know if they'd give you light. I think I don't know how I strict think be, this is. I don't know, guys. Three hundred dollars. That just doesn't seem to me no. like a big Sell enough prize. Sell your five for that. grand coffin. It says it's handcrafted. You know, some creepy ass oh, person will buy it. Oh no! Hell, you could go so. uh, hawk it at one of the haunted house places. Yeah, well, one of the thirty of them in ooh, Oklahoma City. I don't think so. That does not sound like a good time to me. But it is Halloween, and we are trying to keep on theme here. Yeah. Well, I would have to say, if it was like three thousand, it would be worth it. But three hundred for yeah. thirty hours—you're talking. I would have to like wow. take the day off work and crap, and oh, it's yeah. the weekend. Still, it's like uh, the what a waste 19... of a weekend. When what if you lose? Exactly. I, I mean, mean, what if all of a sudden you get the shits, and then you have to get out and go? I don't know how to tie that one off quick. <laughs> <laughs> you you designate a that corner. Took a turn I was not expecting. Um, not you're not going to be able to sell that coffin now, honey. <laughs> I mean, you just strategically place a pillow there. Well, maybe if you're really dedicated, you could put on an adult diaper. Get a catheter. No. Ew. 
This is this conversation is completely grossing me out now. Yeah, it took a really big spiral. Can we yeah. move on? Yes, please. <laughs> Jesus. Could we talk about something sexual? Yes, please. <laughs> For once, Jessica's like, yes, please. It's usually we Jessica's need to talk saying. about the poop. <laughs> My boss told me that his son actually got in trouble at school because the kid was in the stall and he, like, outside of the stall was in the baby shark and singing to him. And he got in trouble. Like, parents called, got in trouble. What? Because yeah. he was singing to him through the yeah, strong baby the shark? Baby shark, do 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 shark down <laughs> beside the stall. It wasn't like he peeked in on him or didn't do anything like that. He just like... And he got in trouble for that? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, they're very, they're very sensitive about that sort of thing. You know, any kind of bathroom thing. Antics. Right there, you ready to play The Sims? No, I don't want to play The Sims. Somebody make sure she's not playing The Sims over there. That's Facebook. why she. That's why she has it. Good reads, like good reads, oh, and Facebook. No, yeah. Yeah. we're googling because there'll be no Sims while we're trying to do our book podcast here. Nicole. Don't tempt me. Well, maybe they could be our special guest, The Sims. Do they speak? Uh, they say like. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, they don't. That's speak. not very helpful. <laughs> they have their own language. The Sims are not welcome on this podcast. Whatever. Such a hypocrite. <laughs> well, I agree with Martha. Why am I a hypocrite? No Sims. No Sims. No Sims. Sims are weird. She's very cross now. She has a cross <laughs> face on. <laughs> I want to know that song. What is that? Little Sharkies do 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 do. Baby, baby shark do 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 do. Baby shark do 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 do. I have never heard that. Wait, let me hold on. Baby shark. It's like little. It's really stupid. Travis was singing it the other day, and I was like, "What the hell?" I totally want to do that for this stall and somebody. Martha, could you go back into the bathroom for a minute? Okay. No. Here's Pink Fong doing. They didn't have cool stuff like this when I was little. Okay. I think we've heard enough. <laughs> I like how they make Daddy Shark really mean. Is that because she doesn't have teeth? <laughs> hey, Mama Sharks are meaner than Daddy Sharks. <laughs> this is really annoying. Yeah, but now we You're gotta, you me. can cut it out, but I want to watch it. <laughs> really? I mean, we could do this in clubs. <laughs> we do the mini show. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Except ours was kind of darker because the end of it was like, lost a leg. <laughs> better that's hilarious <laughs> i don't get to watch cute stuff like this my son's 20 yeah mine too maybe that's why we didn't know about it <clears throat> they have such new what's it things. called again so people can look it up baby, oh, shark. baby shark baby shark all right in case you're really curious as to what we were watching go check out baby shark abigail was obsessed with it i used to have to do it like Three times before I was allowed to leave the house in the morning to go to work. Wow. 
Ooh. That's awesome. Now it's the hokey pokey. But oh my god, you know what we should talk about? Oh my god, what? Um, that we had tornadoes this week. We had a tornado. It was. What do you mean nine? Because yeah, it was in <laughs> it was in Jones by Jessica's house. Yeah, I texted her me. and she said that they were in the safe room. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing is, is usually. The people in Oklahoma are really good at forecasting and And they warning. did not these And they ones. didn't even send out a warning. Did you see the, the picture? The first I heard about it was Jessica because sending it, a text. Uh, it, it's because it was caught. The tornadoes were caused by the cold air from the cold front moving through and right. you can't predict to them. Uh, and normally they're just spin ups that don't damage anything. Yeah, I know. But, but somehow we did. actually had two EF zeros. Which, had, so the legit tornadoes on like touching the ground. We had a and couple of damage. We too. had a couple yeah. of EF ones. There was they did rate there was some you, two or three EF ones and then a, a two or three yeah. Um, but zeros. I think we had nine total. Jesus. Yeah. In October. But, and it was at seven o'clock in the morning, which is also like really, super really not normal yeah. for yeah, Oklahoma for that early. Yeah. Yeah, we just gotten the kids. And mom, like mom, got the alert on her phone. It was like Je- Jessica sends us a text. Are you guys safe? And yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is she talking about? Yeah, Martha's I'm looking like, around. Oh, what you talking about? <laughs> well, I had no idea. It was rainy. But, but did you see the pictures of the cars I upside did. down in the JCPenney parking lot? I did. Oh, yeah. Did you see? You them? know, um, Stacy's mom lives, or I mean, works right across yeah. from that. Sorry. Jeez. Huh? Sorry. You said just Stacy's mom, and I was like, has got it going on? I couldn't hold it back. I'm sorry. It came out. <laughs> Um, Florida, man, you guys are suffering. Look at that. Mexico yeah. Beach just decimated by mm-hmm. Hurricane uh, Michael. Michael. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crap. Did anybody else find it weird that I don't feel like Michael was covered very much? It wasn't. was a tropical storm until literally it became, it was an EF1 the night before it hit the beach. And they said and then, it had... And then all of a sudden, a you turn four. on the noise. Uh, turn on the noise. Yeah, that makes sense. Turn on the news. <laughs> <laughs> and, and three. And there it is, the category four. four. Yeah. And it like went through... They just didn't expect it to do what it did. Well, and it went fa- so fast. It was like moving at 40 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. Like within 24 hours, it had already like passed Georgia. Yeah. Which is not normal for hurricanes. Wow. Global warming, folks. It's a thing. Just yeah. saying. We had that big one hit the Carolinas. Now this one hit Florida. Oh, it's, we're going to have we're lots We're getting tornadoes at 7 o'clock in the morning. Mm, yeah. <laughs> All right. Shall we get to some scary books now, girls? Sure. Okay. Mine was pretty scary. My Mine book f- was scarier this week than last week. Mine freaked me out, but I'm also a chicken shit. So I feel like no, I'm breathing loud. Can you hear me breathing? <laughs> but do you have a nose whistle? Do you need a tissue? You could, you know, blow that thing well, right out. My sinus or my allergies have been... <laughs> Freaking insanely crazy this week. No, I can't hear your breathing. But if you had a nose whistle or a booger, I would tell you. You should. You better tell me. I would. Don't wait until you're editing the podcast and then text me. You had a nose whistle. Like, damn it, Martha. Why didn't you tell me? Why don't you go first since you've got a really scary book? I do have a scary book. I read The Exorcist by William Peter. Blatty. This is a movie that I watched when I was like 14. Completely freaked me out. Yeah. I was so scared. I was like in the middle of the living room with my knees all the way up to my chin watching this movie. <laughs> knees to the chin. That's when you know you're scared to yeah. death when you're 14. Uh-huh. It was very scary. The story of this book is that there is a divorced mom 
and her daughter that moves into this house. The mom is an actress and the daughter kind of develops an imaginary friend, which is pretty common. Yeah. And, you know, they say that some of it's just from the stress of the divorce and everything else, so on and so forth. Also, at the same time that she starts talking to this imaginary friend, they start hearing knocking in the attic. And the mom has like people who work for her that help her out at the house and stuff. And she has them go look to see if there's rats in the attic. And they tell her that there's it's clean. There's nothing up there at all. And so the mom, you know, says, okay. But then she hears the knocking again. She makes him go back up there and set rat traps, even though there isn't anything up there. And then the next time that they go up to the attic, there's one of the little girl's Mickey Mouse toys caught in the rat trap. Oh, God, I just How got shivers is just that? then. I, I have yeah, never and actually this is, read this book. Yeah, and this is all right at the beginning when things weird things start <sighs> happening. And the imaginary friend becomes more and more interactive with the daughter. Oh. And eventually it turns into a possession. The exorcist. We know what exorcist means. Right. You know. Right. And we all know the iconic uh, <clears throat> well, you know scene what exor- from the movie. Right. You know what exorcist means. It means like what, to shedding cast the, out demons. Cast out demons out of a person. So mm-hmm. the little girl is possessed and the mom knows that something's wrong. But of course, in this day and age, because this was in 1971, they really don't do exorcisms anymore. That's something that was like, you know, done in the medieval times. Medieval times. They don't really do them. And you have to go through a lot of steps to try to get the Catholic Church to send somebody to an, to do an exorcism. So while this poor little girl is possessed and doing all of these freaky ass things, because it's pretty freaky and scary, some of the things. I'm just wondering, since doing, I haven't I haven't read the book versus the movie, but you have seen the movie. Mm hmm. Is the book freakier? The book is freakier. <laughs> the book is scarier because there's a lot of things that happens to this little girl that they don't put in the movie. Nope. Did you read it? No, thank you. Oh, you're just trying <laughs> yeah, to not read it. Was... <laughs> oh, my gosh. And so the mom's trying to get her little girl, find out what's wrong with her little girl. And they keep sending her to specialists and doctors. And they send her even to mental hospitals. To try to find out what's wrong and nobody can figure out what's wrong. Well, at the time, you know, that all of this is happening, somebody dies on the steps outside of their house. So besides the possession and the priests that are coming over trying to figure out and just FYI, the mom is atheist. She doesn't even believe in God. And she's having to go with the Catholic Church and suspend her that's own a ni- belief that's system. That's a nightmare right there. So <laughs> that, nightmare scenario. Yeah. Trying to work with these priests and yelling and screaming, telling them, you know, something's wrong, something's wrong. Wow. And then somebody dies horrifically on their steps outside of their house. So then... You have the cops sniffing around their house at the same time that all of this other stuff is happening. Wow. So maybe it's because we have the lights off in here. But this is this is totally (laughs) creeping me out. No, this book is so creepy. Oh, my God. It is. Wow. I would not recommend this for little kids (laughs) or young adults. (laughs) 
for me. I'm, I'm out on that because no, I I don't get scared by books very much, and this one was pretty. It creeped you out. It was pretty intense. I kind of want to read it because I don't get scared from books very often, yeah, and I want to see good. if it actually does like scare me. It was good. It was as good as the Hannibal series. Mm-hmm. Really? Yes. This book was well. Awesome. Now I'm gonna have to read it. It's very well written. Well, I kind of knew it would be because it's such you, a you kind of have to put your mindset back in the '70s a little bit with things that right. they do, just because it's a different time period. Mm-hmm. And some of the stuff that they do there, they don't really do now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was. I, I mean, I'm getting a little shaky just sitting <laughs> talking about it. <laughs> Bonnie's like, got a cru- Bonnie's pulling a crucifix <laughs> out of her purse right now. Get me behind me, Like I need my snuggly blanket. <laughs> we needed some scary stories up in here. Yeah, this uh-uh. is definitely if you want a scary story nicole if you read this you're gonna have to tell me what you think of it because it it freaked me out i'm gonna try it they talk about the ouija board oh see now see this is hitting all of bonnie's buttons though that 14 year old girl inside of her was totally freaking out on this book Mm -hmm. nope it was (laughs) it was it was good the creepiest thing i think about this book and i need to look this up because i need to see what they called the um imaginary friend I saw this meme while she's looking that up about Ouija boards. And it's, I think, like, the age recommendation on a Ouija board is eight and up. And it's like, oh, you have to be 21 years old to buy alcohol, but you can be eight to fucking summon the dead. <laughs> like, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a bit of a dispar- disparity. Dispar- disparity? Mm-hmm. Is that the right word? Yeah. <sighs> okay. I'm going to look at something else. Discrepancy? Discrepancy. Thank you very much. I think it's Mr. Howdy or something like that. What's the one from It, the clown's name? I'm trying to look at, trying to look it up. Ten imaginary, Captain, Captain Howdy. Captain Howdy. Captain Howdy. Or the salesman. It, well, Captain Howdy is the one that she calls him in the, in the book quite a bit. But Captain Howdy. Now, how creepy is that for a little girl to have <laughs> an imaginary so friend called Captain Howdy? That's a man? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's just super creepy. Ugh. Or nope. That's that's right on the edge of clown. Yeah, that's the, why I. Yeah. it just sounds like Some a clown's people name. Really have a fear of clowns. What's the clown's name in it? Um, Nicole's on it. <laughs> think of it. It's I think list. it starts with a P. Pennywise. Pennywise. Pennywise thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Th- this book was. I mean, I read it when I was at work, but <laughs> it was more intense when I was like on my lunch break and had my headphones in and mm-hmm. going back and forth to work, driving in the car with my headphones in because it was. More, right in your head. Yeah, it was more surrounded. I was surrounded by the story more. And, oh, oh. It was pretty creepy, but I liked it. I For anyone who likes very scary stories, I would definitely recommend it. I'm going to try it. That's a resounding hell no from me. Give, give and, uh, <laughs> I, was, I was trying to get back to my book. Oh, Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Everybody got really quiet after I talked about The Exorcist. That's really scary. And that's called, and again, that was The Exorcist by William Peter Blatty. And Jessica's looking a little green around the gills. Jessica, I want you to read that book. Um, no. (laughs) 
then she'll be sleeping in a safe room for more than just the tornadoes. <laughs> she'll be crawling in bed with her parents. <laughs> you laugh. Can I sleep with you in your bed? You laugh. Please? You laugh. <laughs> I did that in, like at 18. Not fucking kidding. <laughs> so I have a super aversion to watching scary movies. I hate them. I hate them. Really? I do not like them. They give me nightmares. I wake up in the middle of the night for a month after I watch scary movies. Really? Travis has the same deal and refuses to watch any scary movie with me. Hate it. Hate it. Interesting. Hate it. Very If you ever need somebody to go watch a scary movie with, pick me. I love watching scary (laughs) movies. Sometimes I I have withdrawals from them. I'm like, this looks cool. He's like, no. (laughs) My friends in high school knew I didn't like scary movies so much that they got me. Like, we're, like, we're going to go see a movie and go to dinner in Bricktown. And I'm like, okay. And they told me we were seeing something, and we get down there, and I rode with them. Uh, and we were and it was scary. freaking sinister. I've, I slept on Alex's floor to make sure that motherfucker didn't kill me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For a month. Well, Jessica, I'm sorry that we made you participate in this ritual that we have of scary literature. Stuff like Possession stuff, that scares me. Yeah. Like, I'm not afraid of clowns or anything like that. Well, well, I mean, that one, what was that one book that you really liked? Something. Anna Dressed in Blood. Dressed in Blood, yeah. That one was really good. And that one had like a more scary. Scooby-Doo vibe to me than anything else. Oh. Possession and Ouija boards just aren't your thing, huh? No. Mm-hmm. I had friends that okay. kicked out a Ouija board at a slumber party. I called my mom and went home. Oh. She came and picked me up. I do not play. I used to play the Ouija board all the time when I was younger. <laughs> So what you're saying to me, Jessica, is I should not bring my tarot cards. Tarot cards, I don't mind. Oh, okay. Gypsies are cool, <laughs> but no Ouija boards, the devil. No, <laughs> and I love watching Hocus Pocus, and witch stuff is fine with me. But just not d- demonic possession. D- not demonic possession. Okay. All right. Well, well, I'm betting that you didn't read a book about demonic possession. No. But I will say this book kind of freaked me out because <laughs> <laughs> okay. like, I don't like carnivals. Anyways, oh. because they're, I don't like crowds. They freak me. I don't like crowds. But you like the night circus. I liked the night circus. Yes. Yeah, but that wasn't creepy. True. Yeah, and I wasn't in a crowd in the night circus. The night circus was cool. All right. But um, I read something wicked. This way comes by <gasps> Ray Bradbury. Oh, that explains why you thought it was creepy. Yeah. Ray Bradbury's good. He's it's very good. good. I'm like. I will say that carnival, people who run carnivals are shady characters all the way around. Yep. But this group of carnival runners was shady in a different way. <laughs> that made it all worse. <laughs> <laughs> so the story is about two boys. Um, blanking on names at the moment. Don't but, worry about it, names. Um, one of them is, his birthday is... October 30th, right before midnight. And the other one's born like a minute after midnight. Oh, and they're are- next door neighbors and they're best friends. And polar opposites. A carnival comes to their town in the middle of the night, like at 3 a.m. on a, like the week before Halloween. Ooh. And so they sneak out because they've pinned up these rungs on the side of their house. So they of can course. sneak out at night because yes. they're teenage, like 14 year old boys. And they sneak into the carnival. Where they see some really fishy stuff. And people start going missing in the town when they go to the carnival. And the boys find 
some stuff that they shouldn't find. Uh oh. And people are coming up missing. Yep. Mm. And it's just creepy. And it's all around the carnival. And there's this really weird, like, witch in a box thing. That's nothing like dick in a box. Nope. It's like a, you know, like the gypsies that read your fortune. I know, I know. Sorry. Okay. When you said witch in a box, I just had to say that. Justin Timberlake and the Lonely Island over here. I like that song. <laughs> Sorry, I had to lighten it up. Jessica, go ahead. You're good. <coughs> but, anyways, so, yeah. Crazy flying witch lady. There's a lot of stuff in this book that makes you hate carnivals even more but very creepy yeah i'm not a big not a big fan mm-hmm. of the circus or the carnival either one mm-hmm. and so it, yeah and i've read that book yeah and uh, one of the things creepy. that got me in this book was it that talks about the calliope music that like accompanies the train yeah. going into town uh-huh. and that's creepy as shit <laughs> i don't ever want to hear a calliope now <laughs> ever if i hear one in the middle of the night i am running is that kind of like the what they play like on the on the uh, yes yes carousel yes mm-hmm. it's okay. very um it's like a tinny yeah like sharp sound it's hard to describe if you've never heard a calliope put uh, up closer yeah that's pretty creepy see that music doesn't bother me I always like the carousel music nope. Not after this book. I don't. I don't. But, but in this context, yeah, yeah, in the middle it's of the very night, creepy. I guess, and it's like the the sound that accompanies death and destruction. Sort of like that one Netflix series that they had this super jazzy music. What was that called? Tell me more about the Netflix series. Was it a scary one? Yeah, it was a scary Netflix series, and they had this do up, do up. Weird music at the beginning every time. And there was this lady working in the lab down there and they had some kind of weird pathogen or something. I don't think I watched that. It was really good. The first season of that thing was really good. I don't remember what it was called, but she was uh, experimenting on these monkeys with this pathogen. And the music was just this weird. And I can't hear that music now without feeling all freaky. Martha watches mm. some weird stuff. I do watch she weird stuff. She does watch some weird stuff. I'm the queen of weird. I like it weird. So, have Go you ahead. ever seen Insidious? Uh, no. Um, I've heard part of it, Where though. it plays tiptoe through the tulips. See, the it, you take those... Yes. the window. You take those yeah. songs out of context, and it really messes with your head. That's why that music does that to me, because I saw it, it used in out. that context. My brother mm-hmm. and Shay's little brother, Brady, made me watch that movie with them. And then played that song outside my door in the middle of the night. Oh. Yeah, some bullshit. That's what brothers are for. <laughs> I am still mad about it. <laughs> Do you know the song that played on the Freddy Krueger movies, like, way back when? You're too young to remember them, but... The... Me? I'm not too young to remember No, I was talking oh. to Jessica. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it was like, one, two, Freddy's coming for you. Oh, yeah. Or, I used to sit outside my that. sister's room and sing that. You're <laughs> mean! <laughs> you suck. <laughs> You're a bad, <laughs> bad girl. I read Something Wicked This Way Comes by Ray Bradbury. Nicole. Nick, Nick, Nick. <laughs> okay, mine is not really all that scary. 
What? I'm sorry. She says that, but it probably would scare poor Jessica out of her skin. <laughs> it's Agatha Christie. I'm good. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> we have to break it up a little bit, though. We can't have all freaky yeah. all the time. Oh, it's about... Okay, so it is called The Halloween Party by Agatha Christie, and it's actually a Hercule... Uh, yeah it's one of those uh, which I didn't know it when I actually got it but um, it's like one of her favorite or famous uh, detective series this is book number 39 Hercule Poiré or Poirot that's not how you say it Hercule Poirot yeah because it's French right but if you're just American and just saying the name it's Hercule Poirot <laughs> Anyways, that her cool boy. <laughs> I thought this thing was gonna like be super Halloweeny. I mean, it's called the freaking Halloween party, <laughs> but no. But anyways, no. so essentially, um, they they're having a Halloween party in the first like two pages of the book, and there is a young girl, um, and she is talking to um, another uh, an author who happens to be at this party they're getting ready for and she starts saying like she's witnessed a murder before but she didn't and people no one is believing her and she's like I, I did I just didn't know it was a murder at the time and then like at the end of the Halloween party she they find her dead like in the bobbing for apples uh, oh, tin gross. somebody had drowned her like <gasps> it was like it was it, like just her head they had like shoved her so she was kind of just like, anyways, it was in the library. <laughs> I feel like now it's like. That's a- important <laughs> for those kinds of books. She's dead in the library. And she was killed with an apple. <laughs> but yeah, somebody had drowned her. And uh, so then the author that happened to be at this party was friends with Hercule Poirot. Poirot however you say it. Anyways, he, that she runs to him and like, hey, come solve this murder. And then. Then literally, I've never read an Agatha Christie mystery, so I didn't really know what to expect, although it was kind of one of the things I wanted to read this year because everybody always talks about them. But it is a super proper, and like the rest of the story is literally him interviewing witnesses and trying mm-hmm. to figure out the story. So he's trying to come up with all the details, and it's very old school murder mystery. Extremely old school murder That's mystery, how, yes. Uh, Murder on the Orient Express was. Too. Yeah, all yeah. of those books are like that. But it wasn't horrible. It was just, I I just thought there was going to be a lot more. I mean, he does talk about pumpkins a lot throughout the book, but. <laughs> if you really want a little more Halloween. And if you this. want the really tamest of the tame, tame, tame Halloween, that's what you get. <laughs> There's a murder in there somewhere and there are pumpkins. And they're very proper. Like, hold on, let me just pull up a sentence for you really quick. I'm very glad to thank you properly, Monsieur Poiret, says Mrs. Butler. It was very good of you to come down here when Adrienne asked you. But then it's like the way they're talking is so, so, so proper. Formal. Very formal. Uh, mm-hmm. It'll be like, thou shalt not. Or like, what? I don't know. You're just like, <laughs> oh, my God. Like, <sighs> Jesus, when was this written? Yeah, a long time ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So probably not one of your favorite books. It wasn't bad. I, I'd be more willing. Sure, but maybe I should start at like her number, like the first book of this series and not the 39th book of the series. And maybe it would be better. They're, they're all pretty much the same, honey. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to be reading anymore. Yeah. No, no. No offense, Agatha. Well, I mean, some people like that. 
Yeah. I don't particularly like those kind of books, but but we're living in the world of exciting thrillers. We're living are... in the world of forensic investigation and blood and gore and stench. We gotta I don't have need some all of, of that. that. I just need something more than oh, thou look. shalt not. Oh look, a body. <laughs> oh, that's inconvenient. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally, thou shalt not a... mess up with my crime scene. <laughs> yeah, no, they don't say crime scene. Oh, let me pull. My magnifying glass out of my starch jacket pocket <laughs> and then it respects this crime Oh, scene. my waistcoat appears to be wrinkled. I want to go press it. <laughs> <laughs> and I like old, like, proper, like, I, re- I like reading English books, but mm-hmm. not... I like British, but not, Agatha not Christie's this. just a little just, too starched for me. She sounds like she was highly educated and that's the only way she knew how to, like, how to speak is very proper. Yes. Which is not a bad thing. Just no. not not really my style. That's okay. But if it would be, <clears throat> if you need a little murder mystery, this would be like even a kid could read this. Mm-hmm. Um, It'd be good for somebody who doesn't want to read about anything too gory or mm-hmm. Or if vulgar. you want to like read your kid a, a little mystery. murder mystery. Yeah. Uh, it's not too I used to read the Agatha Christie when I was young. Mm-hmm. Or maybe if you're doing an audio book where your kid's in there. Or in the car. This yep. would be a good one. I mean, it talks about her like being shoved into a bucket, but it's not really like too bad. It doesn't go into details. I've read lots worse. Yeah. But it's called The Halloween, which by the way, it's spelled H-A-L-L-O-W-E apostrophe E-N party. <laughs> and that is by <laughs> Agatha Christie? Uh-huh. Well, before we move on, I just want to say that one of the grossest things I ever remember from childhood was bobbing for apples. Because this was in the olden days where everybody used the same tub. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you you go into Bob for apples and you get down in that water and your face just kind of turns over and you see a big old booger floating in the water. Mm -hmm. And then you never Bob for apples again as long as you live. Yeah. I've never. Serious. Well, they don't do it. They don't do it anymore for that reason. It's really super gross. I have it's the cutest pictures ever of my nephews bobbing for apples like five years ago. And you know what? But if you're like eight years old, do you really think I they give a shit? I was eight years old. Mm-hmm. I mean, care. so long as there's no boogers like floating. Yeah. But to, to think about it later in life, I mean, no, I people had their day. mouths wide open with their spit all in there. So oh, yeah. it's kind of like the same as like Just drinking up after somebody. System. Yeah, my immune system. Got really strong when I was young. But I mean, I used to bob for apples when I was yeah, little. It's, I was actually it's pretty really good at it. super disgusting. I've actually never done that. It's the gross. The trick is, is you well, have I'm not to do it as an adult. You have to push the <laughs> apple all the way to the bottom of the bin so that you have leverage to mm-hmm. bite down to bring it back up. No. In the book, it was talking about how they went and got the soft apples from the orchard. Yeah, so that you could easier, dig into so you them easier. Break your teeth. <laughs> all right. Moving right along. I chose a book this week called We Sold Our Souls by Grady Hendrix. And I picked it because it was really kind of a different book. It was basically about a bunch of musicians. And this... um, well, might have even been a little bit of a love story, too. A what? love story about a girl and her guitar. The one down in Georgia? With sort of. Steel. You'd be really surprised that, <laughs> that that actually comes up in this book. It, it actually comes up. He was but in a bind because he was way behind. Willing to make a deal? 
Yeah, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, <laughs> but I thought it was interesting. I I like never I'd never read a book about that specifically, so that's why I wanted to review this one because it's actually it had kind of some of the classic uh, "sold your soul to the devil" type things going on in it. But the characters I felt were very strong, and I really could connect with the main character, who was a girl who's sort of. Um, kind of an outcast, I guess. Uh, but she was really good at playing the guitar. And she loved heavy metal music. So that was her connection. And she formed a band with some of the people that she went to school with. And they became really, really good. And they became so good that they were offered this deal. So at the beginning of the book, this girl is down on her luck. She's in her 40s. She hasn't touched her guitar for eight years. She's working at freaking a dead end job. She's miserable. And she sees this billboard and it's the blind king. And so you get this really creepy feel right at the beginning because you know there's some kind of connection with her and this super rock star dude. Mm -hmm. Well... It turns out that he actually um, he actually took advantage of his bandmates, as often happens in these situations. When you have a group of musicians and you have one of them that's particularly more savvy or talented than the others, then they sort of take everything over and become famous without the others. Well, it's sort of a story like that, except for the part of selling your souls to the devil really does happen. Mm. Is that how it does so good? It's not really the devil, though. It's more like demons. Was it Captain Howdy? No, it wasn't Captain <laughs> Howdy. But I'm telling you what. These creatures that they describe in here are fucking creepy. This book creeped me out. It creeped me right out. Did it? Yes. D- Ugh. Ugh. Soul-sucking demons, man. This has been an episode for yeah. some demons. There's some demons going on in there. And, you know, I love rock and roll, too. So you, mm-hmm. you had that, that whole, it's almost like a soundtrack of, of heavy metal running around in my brain while I was um, reading this book. And like I said, the characters were all good. And I loved the fact that they used UPS men to be hit squads. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's weird. There was some there was some really random shit that happened in it, but um, it was really a fun book to read for Halloween because it had that scary element to it. But it also had the bulk of the book was actually a story mm-hmm. about this girl and her journey mm-hmm. and her journey to try to you know fight with the blind king, who's this super you know heavy metal rock star. It was excellent. I'm, I was surprised myself that I liked it as much as I did, um, especially because it had a decent ending. It was, it was okay. Um, so I would I definitely recommend it as a good Halloween read, especially if you have a little bit of heavy metal in your background. It was, mm-hmm. it was a fun, scary, scary as fuck in parts because it was so creepy with the, the demons were awesome in this. Awesome meaning scary. It was called We Sold Our Souls by Grady Hendrix. Okay, so on a completely random note that you reminded me of, I was reading, have you ever read like um, weird, uh, 
there's a Facebook page called Weird History. It's a website, and Mm -hmm. they post, like, weird shit throughout. Anyways, so uh, during the Cold War, um, the president had all these bunkers built throughout the United States. And one of them um, was in Virginia. Well, the... It's like the weirdest thing ever, but they had everything completely planned out. And to me, because we are living in the age of zombies as a thing uh-huh. and mm-hmm. us watching like The Walking Dead and everything, uh-huh. it was literally talking about how they had everything so planned out. If there was a nuclear like disaster that uh, they knew that any postman still alive, he would actually be counting the dead. But uh, they they knew wow. like they were assigning all of these federal employees new jobs. Whoa! Like they had a list, and then they had like these bunkers. One was hidden under like this five star hotel that presidents I've actually, stayed at. Yeah, I've actually seen pictures of that, and, and you can actually go tour it now because yeah. at the end of the Cold War, people started like couldn't keep their mouths shut, and of so course, people found yeah. out about it. Yeah. And then they well, had it wasn't to, as important anymore. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so then they had to. Um, like they revealed it to the world, but it was the it can it could fit five thousand people in it. Yeah, and it had a hospital, like a grocery, like it had everything inside of it. Like uh, the I know hall. where I'm going if if the Walking Dead ever comes. <laughs> I'm I'm heading to one of those places. I think there's one in Colorado too. They're like there's one yeah. in Texas. Yeah, I think um, I think we need a map of that. Somebody out there listening, find us a map because we want to be ready for the zombie apocalypse. They're in the short. They're like lined up in the shape of a pentagram across the United States. <laughs> Woo! Hey, that would make a great novel. Let's get on that. Go for it, Martha. Okay. Oh, hey, man. I just want to be acknowledged in the. What's... This book is for <laughs> Jessica and her hatred of scary books. <laughs> did you ever watch that movie Blast from the Past? It was a comedy. It was a comedy. Yes, I did. That has um, the bomb shelter. Brendan Fraser and Alicia Silverstone. Yes. Where. They they go down and they live in this bomb shelter for thirty years and it's a huge yeah. bomb shelter yeah. and he's got like all kinds of canned goods and he's got fish that he's actually raising down there for them to eat yep. and they're down there for thirty years and like it shows like clips of where their house used to be and like how it changes over time and it's I mean it's a comedy and it's not the greatest movie but I like it <laughs> <laughs> I think it's pretty funny. It is a good movie. I liked it. Oh, and before before I let this go for today, I want to say there's this book out there right now that everybody's talking about how good it is. It's called The Cabin at the End of the World by Paul Tremblay. Don't buy that freaking book. Okay? Rude. Sorry, because it is really, really, really awful. It's awful. It is, unless, of course, you really are a super true believer and I just found it offensive because it's all about it's got these two gay dads that are going out into the woods with their daughter with their adopted daughter and they're going to go out into the woods for a vacation and they get out there and these basically cult members like try to try to convince them to kill each other to to make a sacrifice to save the world. What? It's stupid. So stupid. I cannot even articulate to you how how stupid this fucking book was. Don't waste your money on this book. It was ridiculous. Just saying. I don't care if you give me hate mail or not. It was a terrible book. 
whatever. It just makes me so cross. You know, you see all these reviews of this book and then I get it and I'm like, this is really maybe somebody else feels differently about it. But I thought it was just a big old fat rip off of money. And I found it offensive. Oh, the first book that I read for the Halloween stuff. I meh. Meh. Yeah. Yeah. It was a haunted house book. Oh. I was branching out. And it I was mean, a big haunted fat, houses are usually a big good. fat. Yeah. Huh? Not that great, though, huh? It was stupid. Yeah, see, I and hate it, it when that happened. It happens. never resolved anything, and it ended with them telling their house and moving away. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Part of me was like, I feel that because that's what I would do, but like, you're supposed to be a hero or something. Yeah. You're or die. To Not a very good story if nobody's dead. At I mean, the end. either save the day or die. Is that either, too much to ask? Either make the house not haunted anymore or <laughs> the ghosts kill you. Survival of the fittest, man. Yes. We want a good ending or else. It's Darwin's. Yes. Darwin's theory, which I read that book finally. Um, Order the, of Nature or the what's it called? Origin of the Species? Origin of the Species. Did yeah. you? I read it. Good for you. You'll yeah. have to give us a review sometime. I don't know if I want to review that uh, book. It's very technical. Dry. Yeah. But it did surprise me that a lot of his theories were based on how these animals must have had some kind of migration where they could get to these other areas mm-hmm. before he knew about the te- tectonic plates. Oh. Where the, because you know, the, yeah. the countries were all together at one uh-huh. time and then they moved apart because of the, you know, the shifting of the. So he noticed Pangea. it, even though he didn't but know what it was. He noticed it through the animals before they knew that the tectonic plates were moving the, cool. the, the countries apart. I love smart people. I think Darwin they're awesome. So, yeah, it was pretty interesting. I liked it. So now we're going to go home and drink booze and watch scary movies, right? Get into a bed with a really warm mattress pad. It's a little chilly here tonight. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I might drink booze, but. I don't know about <laughs> drink scary booze movie. and watch scary movies. That's what I'm doing tonight. It's a Friday night in the fall. Jessica's shaking her head. I'm watching Hocus Pocus. That's as scary as it's getting for me. Hey, it's <laughs> what about still- Halloween time. What about Ghostbusters? You could watch Ghostbusters. Okay, all of those are fine. Who are you going to call, Jessica? My dad. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Butcher. <laughs> <laughs> Last year, Travis had never seen Halloween Town ever, and so I made I bought it on Amazon last year, and uh-huh. like I still, I mean, now I have it. I can make him watch it every Halloween for the rest of our <laughs> life. Halloween there you Town. Go. So now I told them mm-hmm. this year I was going to buy number two and make him watch that one and two. Next year I'll buy number three. Yes, that was all they would play on the Disney Channel was that and uh, the one with Tia and Tamara when they were like witches. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I I kind of liked that one. I have no bit. idea what that is. You guys have lost me. Uh, I'm too old. Our generation. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the only reason I know about it is because I watched it with Tyler. <laughs> I loved the Disney Channel, like Halloween Town or ABC Family. Mm-hmm. Sorry, guys, you lost me. Now it's free form. I don't have cable, though, anymore. Mm. I have Netflix. That's all that matters. Ooh. Now I got to go find out what the hell the name of that series was with the creepy music in the background. You should watch Maniac. Maniac? Yeah, it's got... Um, uh, I think I've seen that. Emma She's Stone and... I started oh, watching... Oh, the kid from Superbad. Yes. What is his name? Jonah Hill. Yes, I started watching that. I haven't finished it yet, though. I watched the first two episodes. The second episode I watched while doing homework, and it is not a show that you can watch 
and not pay total attention no, to. So I gotta go back. But, <laughs> Who's in it? Um, Joe jo- Hill. Jonah Hill. Hill and he's Emma skinny Stone. in this one though. Oh, Emma Stone. Do you like he's skinny? Uh, really? Skinny, really skinny. Wow. Mm-hmm. Like scary old man skinny. You like yeah. dystopian stuff, right? I do. Yeah. There's this one, but it's Swedish, so you have to read the. Oh, subtitles. I love Swedish. Yes. What is um, that? I've probably seen it, it already. Um, I don't know. I, I'll have to figure out the title for you, okay. but it's about uh, this girl's father is a scientist and. Uh, she's at home one day and all of a sudden, oh, it's called The Rain. I've seen it. It's amazing. Yes. But it's it a, they only have like the first season on. Yeah, I know. I hate it when they do that. But <sighs> it's about this, like the, all of a sudden it starts raining, but if you get touched by water, you get like a zombie. And then she, she has to but go you die. to a bunker. Uh, she Yeah, she her, goes, her father her, leaves her, her in this brother. bunker, but then he says he's going to come back and he doesn't come back for like 15 years. So she and her little brother are in this bunker that he has prepared for them for like 15 years. They're wow. staying in this bunker. It's really creepy. More bunker stories. I know. Is anybody else freaked out about the polio-like illness affecting children? Oh, right yeah, now? I know. What the I, heck? I've seen it on the I've seen news stories on it. Is that going it again? There was one last year, too. Uh, you know? It's still going. Yeah. It's, I think uh, it's getting worse. But getting worse. I think they said they there was a name they gave it. Though, they they get AFN. paralyzed uh, temporarily, and then some of them don't snap out of it. Giselle's kid had it last year. I didn't his know legs went all His legs went all wobbly and stuff. She was telling me about it. It was really freaky. My uh, mom's, It was the flu. My mom's boyfriend's son, he's like a grown adult in his 30s. Him and his wife went on like, they got some vacation just for the weekend. They went to like Costa Rica. And they're having fun. He wakes up one morning and can't walk. Holy fuck. Well, apparently he has Guillain-Barre syndrome and was never diagnosed with it until he was in freaking Costa Rica. Whoa. Literally couldn't walk. And they had to, like, figure out how to get him to a hospital, like, in a foreign country. That's scary. But, yeah, he's fine now. He can walk. He's normal. That's like Nothing's wrong with him. But it was just, like, for a little while, that was touching. Acute flaccid myelitis. It causes swelling in your spinal cord that paralyzes you. Damn. Yeah. Is this maybe the beginning of the apocalypse we're discussing right here on our Halloween episode, Jessica? Holly, we've got hurricanes and random tornadoes and disease. This is freaking me out over here! <laughs> if locusts come, we're screwed. No, lucky for us, locusts don't do well in this kind of temperature. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, I think that's going to do it for... Three, Three Book Girls! Can't get enough of Three Book Girls? Join the conversation on Facebook and follow them on Twitter and Instagram. If you really love them, share the podcast with a friend. Three Book Girls, a Steel Trap production.